Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Good afternoon. God bless you, one and all. What a wonderful day this is in our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. When the enemy comes in like a flood, what do you do? Do you tuck your tail in and run? Or do you stand firm on the word of our Lord Jesus Christ? Are you a child of God? Amen. You know it when the enemy comes in like a flood. We're going to talk about it. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's wonderful to be with you today. God bless you, one and all. Africa, Asia, Antarctica, Australia, Europe, North, South, and Central America. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen and amen. The Lord is speaking to the children of Israel here, but it applies to you and me as well. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor is his ear heavy, that he cannot hear. Isaiah 59. Let's read it again. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that he cannot save, nor is his ear heavy, that he cannot hear. Amen. Praise God. Let us pray. Lord God, a heaven and earth, as a heaven is your throne and the earth is your footstool. We know you hear us, Lord. We know you hear us. You just said so. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We give you all glory, we give you all honor, and we give you all praise. You are the Lord God of Israel, indeed. But you are also the Lord God of all your children on all the earth, Gentiles too, that have called you their God and have received Jesus Christ as their Savior. For you have chosen us for just such a time as this. See, you chose us, the Gentiles, too, and we praise you, and we honor you, and we give you all the glory and all the praise. Thank you. I ask you, Father God, to send the Holy Spirit to rain down on us right now. Give us ears to hear and eyes to see everything that you have for us, Lord, in spirit and in truth. Let us praise you, Lord, praise you and you alone, and give you all glory and give you all praise. Let us honor you with our mouth, with our lives, with our going in and our coming out, our lying down and our rising up. Yes, Lord, indeed. Yes. Lord, when we don't feel it, but we know that you are there. That's what a lot of this is about today. That's what this is all about. When the enemy comes in like a flood... We don't feel it, but we know you're there. That's when we're doing the best good for you, is when the enemy is attacking us on every hand. Victory is coming. Victory is coming when we're working for you and the enemy hates us. Victory is right at hand. 
Lord, we praise you and we give you glory, glory, glory. Glory, 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 Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. You told Abraham, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. And we see it today, just like they did in days of old. Those who are cursing Israel are paying the price. Let us, Father God, not forget ever. Father, we pray for children, elderly, the sick, the lost, and the brokenhearted today. We pray for everyone that you have divinely assigned us to pray for in our personal lives, with our churches, and in this ministry. Yes, Lord, indeed. Yes. Praise you, honor you, and glorify your name. I pray, Lord, we pray. We stand in agreement. We're two or more agree together as touching anything. It shall be done. Yes. Father God, we pray for the lost. Father God, we pray that you cover us in this broadcast with the precious and glorious blood of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and bind back all the powers of darkness. Keep them away, Lord. We pray, Father God, right now, and we stand in agreement. Father God, for the Holy Spirit to come and rain down. For ears to hear and eyes to see everything that you have for us, Lord, in spirit and in truth. That your word, Father, goes forth into all the world. That people will be saved. Yes, indeed. Oh, Father God, you know our hearts. Father God, Satan hates us when we are dangerous to him, when we are preaching your word, when we are living for you, when we are doing what you called us to do, whether it is on our jobs, in our households, in our communities, when we're buying groceries, when we are doing anything at the car wash, on the streets. Speaking to our neighbors in our congregations, whatever it is, when we are living in the center of your will as best as humanly possible, the enemy hates us and seeks to destroy us, and he will come in like a flood. Praise God, praise God, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. To God be the glory. Forever and forever, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, when the enemy comes in like a flood, what do you do? Welcome, whole wide world. It is an honor to have you today. So the enemy seems to be attacking attacking because everything is going wrong, or so it appears. Well, hang in there, you guys, and let's talk about it, okay?
How about it? What do you think? Hmm? So just what do you think? Isaiah 59, verse 9. Isaiah 59. It's a long and lengthy and wonderful and glorious Isaiah 59, but we're going to center, we're going to focus on this. The Lord saw, in Isaiah 59, is talking about that the Lord saw that there was no justice. We're going to start at, at 15, in the middle of 15. Then the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no justice. He saw that there was no man, and he wondered that, that there was no intercessor. Therefore, in his own arm brought salvation for him. He's talking about Israel, what was going on in Israel. And he went on to say, Therefore, in his own arm he brought salvation for him, and his own righteousness he, it sustained him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate, and a helmet of salvation on his head. And he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing. And was clad with zeal, with zeal as a cloak. According to their deeds, according he will repay. Fury to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies. The coastlines he will he will fully repay. So they shall fear the name of the Lord from the east and his glory from the rising of the sun. Then the enemy, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift a standard against him. A standard, folks, is a flag or a banner. A flag or a banner. He will lift up a flag over them. The Redeemer will come to Zion and to those who turn from transgression in Jacob. Says the Lord, as for me, says the Lord, this is my covenant with them, my spirit who is upon you and my words which I have put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth nor from the mouth of your descendants or from the mouth of your descendants, descendants, says the Lord from this time and forevermore. He has lift up a banner over you and me and he says as for me says the lord this is my covenant my promise my deal as for me says the lord this is my covenant with them my spirit is upon you and my words which i have put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth nor from the mouth of your descendants nor from the mouth of your descendants this Descendants, descendants, says the Lord, from this time and forevermore. Wow. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. Wow. When the enemy comes rushing in like a flood. These are some of the things you can do. When you know the enemy is on you like a like a hot iron on a calf, and you know that feeling right on you. Wow. You know most likely you're doing the right thing. There are times, though, 
when you know good and well, you are out of the will of the Lord. And nothing's working because the Lord is drawing you to him. And you know that. You know when you're out of the Lord's will, and you know it. There's that quickening in your spirit, but that's not what we're talking about right now. But you know it. You know what I'm talking about. But we're talking about the opposite. Jehovah Nishi is his name. His banner over you is love. When you know you are doing everything you know to do what's right, you're serving the Lord, and it just seems like it's falling apart. But that is Jehovah Nishi. His banner over you is love. Watch out, Satan. The Lord is at hand. Let me tell you something. Wow. When the enemy comes in like a flood, you can rest assured it's because you're most likely doing something right. You're most likely doing something right. Yes, sir. You betcha. I want to encourage you folks. That's when the enemy is likely to attack you. That you are an overcomer because of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Yes, sir. Amen and amen. When people start doing things right, that means Satan has lost his grip. When you have given your life over to the Lord, Satan has lost his grip. And the more you study and learn the word, the more you become stronger and more mature, the more Satan loses his grip. And he will come in like a flood. Praise God, because that means you are growing and maturing. That's right. And the enemy has no need to come in like a flood but because you are accomplishing the Lord's work, but he comes in. You are dangerous to him. You are dangerous. Yes, sir. And you have put his demons to flight. You have put his demons to flight. Amen and amen. Understand, understand, folks, that this is a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual attack. First and foremost, you need to understand that when you are under attack, you are in a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual, yes, sir. And you need to remember that. Our enemy are not people in that kind of stuff. It's rooted in the, in the darkness. It's rooted in darkness. Go with me, if you will, and we'll read it to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. Now, I have that marked. I hope I didn't take my mark out. I'm bad about that. I do that. I get this marker, and I get that marker. You need to understand. That when you're going through this fight, you're going through a spiritual battle. A spiritual 
battle. These weapons are not anything but pure spiritual warfare. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Second Corinthians chapter 10. There we go. Paul talks about it, and boy, let me tell you, he's an expert in that field, wasn't he? You're fighting, you're working in the spiritual realm. When you are in this, you need to fast, get into the Word of God, and pray. Yes, increase your spiritual life, increase your prayer life, skip a meal, and work with the Lord in a spiritual direction. Let's read it. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Mm-hmm, you betcha. Verse 3, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts himself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience, when your when our obe- when your obedience is fulfilled let me tell you something folks don't you know how the enemy likes to plant thoughts in your heads you betcha do you look at things according to the outward appearance if anyone is convinced in himself that he is Christ let him again consider this in himself that just as he is Christ even so we are Christ For even if I do not boast somewhat more about our authority, which the Lord gave us for edification and not your destruction, I shall not be ashamed, lest I seem to terrify you by letters. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Listen closely. Let me tell you something. When we are going through these battles, when the enemy is coming at you like a flood, he wants to distract you. He wants to make you think that you're the worst of the worst of the worst and God is not real. He wants you to think that you you are lying in poverty physical poverty, mental poverty, spiritual poverty, that you are a wreck and a mess. And he's going to bring everybody in your life to frustrate you, upset you, speak evil against you, call you names. He's going to he's going to bring everybody you know to discourage you, bring you down, you name it. And they of your own household shall be your enemy. They are being used by him. Remember, it is not them. It is the enemy making them to look like your enemy. 
don't let them be used. Step back. Get into your prayer closet. Catch your breath. It's time for you and the Lord. Time for you and the Lord. Don't try to win this battle by your own wits because you're not going to. You're not going to win a spiritual battle by your own human wits. Don't try. And keep this in mind, too. You may very well be being used in someone else's spiritual battle. Be careful, lest you are being used also. Watch out now. Watch out now. Be careful. Let the Holy Spirit guide your life in the way you conduct your life with everyone. Lest the enemy use you also in other people's life. Two, remember, remember what I say. And another thing, do not give up in your battle before it's time. You may give up too soon, way too soon, before the battle is over. Do that. Don't quit too soon. Watch and pray. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord in your battles. Watch and pray. Remember, the enemy is a roaring lion, walking to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. Watch and pray. Don't give up too soon. Just don't give up too soon. Luke twenty one twenty eight. Let's see what that has to say. Let's see what that has to say, shall we? Mm-hmm. Now when thing when things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redeemer draweth nigh. Hmm. When things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your Redeemer draweth nigh. Great. Isn't that wonderful? Don't give up too soon. Now, your battle is going to cost you, isn't it? Everything comes with a price. Everything comes with a price, doesn't it? Sure does. 
take up your cross and follow Jesus. Yes, sir. Everything comes with a price. Sometimes you have to give up to get. Sometimes you have to give up to get. Sometimes you have to give a little here and give a little there. But God is always there. Always. Spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare, folks. Second Corinthians 12, 7. Second Corinthians 12, 7. Let's see what that has to say. You want to? Second Corinthians 12, 7. Remember, you have a banner, Jehovah Nishi, a flag flying over you. His banner over you is love. His banner over you is love. Let's read it, shall we? Paul's talking. Paul himself is speaking this. Paul had just had the vision of paradise. Let's just read it. It doubtless not profitable for me to boast. I will come to to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in the body I do not know or whether out of the body I do not know, God knows. Such a one was caught up to the third heaven. I know such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. Who was caught up into paradise and heard inexpressible words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. For such a one I will boast, yet of myself I will not boast, except in my infirmities. For though I might might desire to boast, I will not be a fool. For I will not speak the truth, but I forbear lest anyone should think of me above what he sees me to be or hears from me. And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buff me, lest I be, be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most likely, I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I became a fool in boasting. You have compelled me. For I ought to to have been 
com- commended by you, for in nothing was I behind for nothing was I behind the most eminent apostles, though I am nothing. Truly the signs of an apostle are accomplished among you in all perseverance, signs and wonders and mighty deeds. For what is it which you were in were inferior to other churches except that I myself was a burden was not burdensome to you. Forgive me this wrong. I wanted to read the whole text. I'm real big on whole text as a general rule, unless it's for time's sake. Let me tell you something, folks. Let the Lord Christ, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son, the only Son of the true and living God, be your strength, your Redeemer, your Jehovah Nishi, your banner, the God of love, your strength, your ever-presence in time of trouble, your Redeemer. Yes, indeed. Your banner, your flag. Let him be your everything. When the enemy comes into you, like a mighty rushing flood. Indeed, folks. What do you do now when the enemy comes rushing in like a mighty flood? You take it to Jesus. You stand firm. You stand on the Word. You get on the Word. You get in the Word. You get deep into the Word. You stand in the word, you get in prayer, you go you get into fasting, and you don't murmur and complain. Now I want to tell you something. I was preaching yesterday to the congregation whom I love, and we were talking I was I was telling them, did you know that it is a sin? to murmur and complain? Do you remember what happened to the children in the wilderness when they murmured and complained about the wonderful gifts that the Lord had given them? Those folks, their journey would have been such a short time, but look how long it lasted. They murmured and complained against the Lord. How long? I'm asking you a question. I'm not going to answer it. You look it up. How long did the children of Israel wander in the desert, in the wilderness, because they murmured and complained? Yes, am How long? I'm asking you to look it up. Murmuring and complaining is a sin. You get nowhere in your life. Mm-hmm. 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 Philippians 2.14 Philippians 2.14. Let me find it here. 
Philippians 2.14. You look it up. Find out what, how long they, they roamed for you that don't know. Did they... Um, Roam around because of their murmuring and complaining, folks. I want to tell you something. You want to stay where you are and not progress any further than you are right now? Murmur and complain. You want to, You want God to promote you to the next level of your life and get you out of what mess you're in? Praise him. Well, my hands are not, my little fingers. You want to be promoted? Praise God. And that's a fact. You want promotion? You praise God. You want to murmur and complain and stay where you are? You can stay right where you are by murmuring and complaining. Philippians 2, what did I say? Philippians 2, mm-hmm. and that's a fact. Okay, Philippians 2, 14. Do all things without murmuring and disputing or arguing and grumbling. Mm-hmm. That you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world holding fast the word of life so that you may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Paul said. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Cross-reference to that is 1 Peter 4, 9 and Romans 14, 1. Murmuring and complaining will keep you exactly where you're at. Praising will get you out of your situation. Indeed. Yes, it will. Praise God. Hallelujah. It will indeed. Blessed be the name of the Lord. For he's good and he's kind and he's wonderful and he's marvelous. Hallelujah. Well, it's been a joy and a privilege to be with you guys today. I just want to thank you for coming. Blessed be the name of the Lord for he's good, he's kind, he's wonderful and he's marvelous. I want to say a hello and a howdy-do and a God bless you to Evangelist Daniel Green in Uganda. God bless you, my dear brother. I love you. And Brother Christopher in Uganda. And everybody else way over there. Just want you to know I love you and I pray for you and the children every day. 
every single day. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to the Lamb. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I got windows popping up in my windows. That's about right, isn't it? Hallelujah. You don't care. You just close these little dudes. Thank you, Lord. Well, I tell you what. It's another great day in the neighborhood, huh? Amen. Well, as the Lord wills, I will see you next this coming Thursday, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, USA. Remember, as I always tell you, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls. Prosperity within your palaces. Amen. I, I, I try very hard not to ever close a radio broadcast without extending the invitation. I have this to say. It's the enemy clicking on your heels. Are you struggling? Are you struggling in your business, in your marriage, in your relationships? There's two alternatives, and we just talked about them. Are you trying to live your life for the Lord, and the enemy is fighting you tooth and nail? Hold fast. Victory's coming. Hold fast. Victory's coming. Amen and amen. Or have you not ever given your life to the Lord? Yes. Hold fast. Victory is on the way. Amen. Praise God. Now, if you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, maybe it's time that you lay it all at the feet of the Lord God of heaven and earth and give him these struggles and these trials and your addictions and everything that's going on in your life and tell him, I can't do this, but you can. I can't do this, but you can. Give him your life, all of it. Don't hold anything back. Not anything. Not See, he already knows all your secret places. He knows all your secret places. So why don't you just admit it and give it to him? Whether you are have never given it any of it to him, or you're a Christian and you're hiding, you think you're hiding, give it to him. Ask him to come into your heart and into your life and be your savior, your healer, your comforter, your deliverer, and your best friend. How about it? How about it today? It's very simple. Children do it all the time. Old folks do it. Teenagers do it. Millennials do it. People do it in Africa, Asia, Antarctica, Australia, Europe, North, South, and Central America. 
in all languages, in all kinds of conditions, rich and poor, in all kinds of health conditions. They do it all the time. They do it when they and their family's going to be mad at them. They do it anyway. And by and by, their families come around, and they do it too. That's right. Jewish people give their life to Jesus Christ. Communists do it. Socialists do it. You'd be amazed who do it. It's not that hard. To just ask Jesus to be your Savior. Heal your broken heart and your broken life. Jesus, let's do it together. I'll read this to you so you can hear it. It's just some, <clears throat> just something that the Lord told me to write up to help you do it. It goes like this. I believe, I receive, I am saved. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He was crucified on the cross at Calvary and rose again after three days. <clears throat> I ask him to come into my heart and into my life and forgive me of all my sins, remembering them no more. I live my life for you, Jesus. Thank you for being my Savior, my healer, my comforter, my deliverer, and my best friend. Pretty simple, huh? Let's do it together. I believe, I receive, I am saved. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He was crucified on the cross at Calvary and rose again after three days. I ask him to come into my heart and into my life. Forgive me of all my sins, remembering them no more. I live my life for you, Jesus. Thank you for being my Savior, my healer, my comforter, my deliverer, and my best friend. Now, First Peter Three, twenty-one, John 3, Acts 4, 5, and following, all stresses about being baptized. You must be baptized. 1 Peter 3, 21 says, Baptism saves us. John 3 is where Nicodemus asked Jesus about how to be saved and be baptized. Acts 4 and Acts 4 and uh, verse 5 and following specifically talks about it too. If you read all through the New Testament, you see many, many examples. When people ask about salvation and being, and being born again, they, the person they're speaking to immediately tells them you must be baptized. They immediately go and get baptized does not matter who baptizes you, where you get baptized, 
it's that you go and get fully immersed, totally underwater, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit for remission of sins. That's the point. Fully underwater for remission of sins. God bless you. My name is Evangelist Lacey K. Green. You can get a hold of me at www.laceykministries.org. www.laceykministries.org. You can find it there on the on my on my page there at Blog Talk Radio. You can find it right there. It's www.laceykministries.org. God bless you, one and all. Until we meet again, Lord willing, every Monday. I may change that to Tuesday. I'm debating on it. We'll see www.lacykministries.org but you will see me Thursday afternoon 1 p.m. Central Standard Time Thursday afternoon 1 p.m. Central Standard Time USA as the Lord wills as the Lord wills until we meet again take the name of Jesus with you Bless your enemies. Don't curse them. Help somebody. Be a shining light in this dark world. Love people. Bless people. Help people where you can. And remember, when people are being ugly to you, it's the enemy using them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Bye-bye.